Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Analytical Cinema Podcast. Um, my name's Wyatt, and with me is Tristan and my good friend Brian. What and up, howdy. my homeboys? That was howdy. really obnoxiously loud. It kind of was. I didn't mean to. My gosh. Well, anyway, our movie for this week is Requiem for a Dream. And let me say, let me never watch this movie ever again because I am disturbed. It made me feel alive inside. It was a bit too real at some points. Was it? Starring uh, Jared Leto and that girl from Labyrinth and nothing uh, else. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly. I mean, clearly she was in something else if she's in this. She was also in the 2003 version of The Hulk. Oh my god. I like that one. Blood Diamond. Uh, and many more movies. Eh, many more C movies. C yeah, movies. Yeah, not a, not a lot of them are not really that well known. Okay, so Tristan, you've seen this movie so many more times than us. Can you describe the plot, what this movie's about? I've seen it once. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I, no, I've seen The Pianist seven times. You said you'd seen this movie so many times. No, I, I said I, I started it three well, times. Well, you know what? This is your job. This is your job now. Tell us about the movie, damn it. Um, I'm not getting paid for this. How is it my job? Uh, Jesus Christ. If nobody's going to start, then I will. Um, what was the question? Oh my gosh. Brian, do it. Okay, so Requiem for a Dream tells um, four different stories at the same time. We got Jared Leto's character, Harold, or Harry, or however you want to call him. We Harold. We have his mother, Sarah. That poor woman. I know. His girlfriend, Marion, and, and his friend Tyrone. <laughs> Why did they have to give the most stereotypical black name though? You know that that was that was Marlon Wayne's as Tyrone. Yeah, really. He was uh, in a he was in he a, was a, a scary. He's movie. in the scary the scary movies. And he's in that uh, parody of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Black. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But out of all the characters in this movie, I feel like Tyrone definitely was should have been treated a bit better. He should have been given maybe more development. His entire development was just like, oh, I used to have a mother. Now she's dead. Now I do drugs. Yeah, I'm, really. I'm sorry. I and, think like it, it kind of looked like everybody had parent issues in the film. Yeah. Well, I mean, did we... To, to some Marian? extent. What about Marion? Um... She said that, like, she never spoke to her parents much. Hmm. I thought that guy that she was talking to, like, that bald white guy that oh. she had sex with, I thought that was her father for a little bit. Jesus and, Christ. Like, Jeez, that's I, fucked up. I'm gonna be honest, I also had that assumption at, at like, one, once he first came in. But, I mean, we quick, quickly realized what was actually going on. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, what I love most about this movie was just how experimental it felt. Like the cinematography mm. is spot on, and it the was. score, yes, the score 
The score was brilliant by Clint Mansell. And what is the main theme called again? Lux Eterna. Lux Eterna. That song that I've heard from YouTube between 2006 and 2009. It was so good. It's in that, uh, that Flash game, the game. I think uh, in one part. I can't remember. Requiem for a Dream better not have a Flash game. It, I I hope it does. Oh my god. That's the one thing we don't need for this need realistic it. movie. What character did you guys sympathize with the most? Not, um, not that I've had any experiences with drugs. Or addiction. Or addiction. Because like, this entire movie was basically showing people like how much addiction can affect your life from someone as simple as Sarah from when she was just she was doing okay for herself I mean she was just a um, a single woman after her her um, husband left her and then she gets a call to go on television was and... that call even real? I don't think it was no it was real it was just that I think it was probably like a scam I mean, probably. Oh, yeah, maybe. And but, um, can she not look at any other TV channels? Let's be real. Yeah, she always went to that one show. infomercial or whatever it was. I don't even know if that was a commercial or a... um. We have a winner. Or is we got a winner? We got a winner! We got a winner. Like, no wonder you're so sad. That's all you watch day in and day out. Like, come on. Watch, yeah, like, really. I don't know, fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> Oh, no. My god. Uh. Hmm, Tristan. Yes. Tell me who your favorite character was. Mm. Hmm. I want to say it was Harold. Is that that's his name, right? Harold Harry. Harry, Harry Harold. Harry Cole. Yeah, he was my favorite. Young um, Leto. Jared Leto. Jared, sorry. Jay Leno. Oh, you called him Jay Leno. Jay um, Leno, the, the newscaster. Anyway, um, I thought his story went the most in-depth, although they were all very in-depth, of course. And not Tyrone. Yeah. Well, yeah, Tyrone didn't really his, get his much of it. His was pretty low. Low depth. Hmm. He was a side character. He was but, um, me, but he was side at the same time. But seeing Marlon Wayans in, like, in a... The guy that played Tyrone, he was like I've only seen him in comedy, so yes, seeing him in this, what... yeah, go on, and and seeing him in this movie being very serious and stuff really shows that like he is not just there for comedy; he can do really good movies like that. That was my also favorite part about him being in this um, was he as as a comedic actor, uh, you really don't expect it, and when sometimes when they go into a dramatic role you really see them shine i mean this movie was definitely great in all of the right ways but i really hate this movie <laughs> like not saying it's bad but like i'll never like watch this again probably because it's a bit too real it's just too real it was just so intense and i commend I it for doing that i liked how real it was because most movies don't like to take that approach. Yeah, yet on yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 78%, which I don't think is high enough. I do not trust what Rotten Tomatoes says. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, they are kind of um almost not 
they're a little bit biased. Like, where do you, where do you get these critics? Yeah, yeah really. I don't even know. I'm, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I believe it's just user reviews. And then they probably just take all that together and just make it into like an average. I think the main theme of this movie was like how they start off so optimistic and it seems like they're getting where they're going. But of course, it all comes crashing down at the end, like in real life. Everything sucks. Because how bad their addiction is getting. Yeah, and eventually they become shells of their former selves. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. They are, that their rating system is a user average. Yeah, it's stupid. But, um, back to the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, the only thing that, um, um, Harry's mother, Sarah, wanted to do was just fit in that red dress so that she can go on television wearing that dress. And she still is, like, hurt that that her husband left him. I mean, left her. Well, he died. Oh, I thought he just, like, left. Ah, uh, he died. No, he died. Oh, oh he did. Seymour like, never... Butts. Mm. That's his name. And like, by the really... end of the movie, she was, like, anorexic. It was just so horrible. And, like, closer, like, to the end of the movie, you can see that she's turned into that crazy lady that you see in the streets of New York City. Yes. I've been to New York City before. I think and... we've all been to New York City and we can see how bad it is. Yeah, never yeah. go on the subway. Never go on the subway. I have never been on the subways before and I'm glad I haven't. I took the train to Philly. That's that's pretty okay. Yeah. I mean, that's not... That's Philly. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's bad in its own way. The most fucked up story out of all of them is I'm pretty sure I gotta hand it to Marion. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She had she had quite the decline. Well, her addiction was worse out of all of them. Yeah, by the end yeah. of the movie, like she goes through all this stuff just to get drugs, and she seems like happy with herself, like she's accomplished something. But, yeah, like, really. Come on, your life has been overtaken by the power of the opium. And then, um, she was like, it you was heroin. Tell, like, it, yeah, but you can see that um Harry was having it worse because of how bad his like infected his arm was getting. Mm-hmm. Eh, he's just stupid. He's like he looks at his arm and Tyrone's like, "Ugh, what the, what the <laughs> fuck is that?" And yeah, really. He's like, I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna inject some more stuff into it. He's just stupid. What's he was? I have no sympathy for him. But I like how like the majority of all the actors had like they given themselves like a Brooklyn accent. I mean, like, I mean, I know it's set in Brooklyn, but ma, yeah, ma, ma, I need the TV. But that's not Jared Leto's actual accent. He's like, no, isn't he like no, British? He's... No, he's American. He's, he's American. an Americano. Hmm. What's yours from? I mean, he's in a band and he a is. very successful band. Thirty minutes to Mars, right? Or thirty seconds? I always get it mixed up. It's seconds. He... But he's from, he's from L.A. He's from L.A. Okay, going to put my get my notes and my notes. And in he's in the new Blade Runner. Oh God! Yeah, we talked about this last week. Yeah, I know. It's just we're talking about Jared Leto again. It seems like this he podcast is from is... Louisiana. 
Oh, did it say Louisiana? It just said L.A., so I thought that was... No, he lives in L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, then I read that wrong. Oops. What did you say this podcast was, Brian? I said this podcast is turning into the Jared Leto podcast. The Jared Leto podcast. Well, the Jared we Leto love... podcast, where we... we talk about Jared Leto and nothing but. We love Jared Leto. We hate Ryan Gosling. That's Ryan what we got Gosling's here. Hot. Is that our tagline? That's our tagline. I'm, I'm incorporating that now. Oh god. No, we're not no. I'm putting it on our website. <laughs> don't. That we don't We don't have. even have a website. Maybe we'll make one in the future. I don't know. You know who didn't make a website? Harry, because he's a loser. Well, he's a dr- he wanted to become a big drug dealer. You don't need a website I for that. Think, no, he did not want to become a drug dealer. He wanted his own business through the drugs. Yeah, so that's a drug dealer. He wanted to be a... What's that called? He didn't want to be one. He wanted to move on eventually, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but what he had to do was become a big drug dealer to then get to the business that he wanted to have. Hmm. Okay, let's move on. Guys, do you have a favorite scene in this movie? Um... Favorite scene? I don't know, because there's just a lot of weird and messed up scenes to where you can't even tell if you want to call it your favorite or not. I mean, okay, let's go with most memorable. Most memorable would probably have to be the end, Mary, Marion's ending. Yeah, I mean, it's just so um, disgusting. It really was. The saddest thing is that stuff actually happens. It's like, come on. It, it really does, but like, it's probably worse than what they did in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Tristan? My favorite scene was also part of the ending. It was um, Harold's ending was my favorite. Like, the whole scene leading up to it as well, uh, where he was in the prison. uh, Well, not in the prison, but, you know, they were checking out the uh, prisoners to see if they were fit for work. Can you hear me? Can you see me? That was Tyrone. No, they were both in the prison. They were both there. Oh, well. Yeah, just Did Tyrone you even watch this movie, Brian? Come on, man. Yes, I, I saw did. it several months ago, and I still know this. Jesus Christ, guys, don't get on to me about this. I'm going to get on to you about this. I'm sorry. But my most memorable scene, I think, would be when Harry visited his mother. Like, that was really sad. Like, oh, yeah. he discovers what she's doing, and he's like, Ma, don't, Ma, what the fuck are you doing? You know what's in those? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then it, she's like, she's she's like, no, it's fine. It showed how much of a hypocrite he could be. But, mm. I mean, at the same time, he, he was trying to care for his mother. Like, I just want to, he cares about her, but he didn't do anything to help her. He, he just, didn't. he knew something was wrong, but he left, well, which is exactly why I have no sympathy for him. Yeah, I was going to say he did do things for her. But nothing as far as to help her with her with her problem that she he, had. He gave her a TV. That's, he gave her TV. That's what he did for his mother. Well, but it was from Macy's. Do, he wanted to do more for her, really. I think. I mean, like, yeah, he really wanted to, but he just couldn't. I mean, and he... then once he lost everything, he really had no ability to. That's true. And he probably didn't even know what happened to his mother. No, probably not. Um, his fate was quite uncertain by the end of the movie. Uh, they leave him with being in a hospital bed with his arm cut off. So yeah. I think he'll probably it, end up killing himself. 
I think. I, I thought would. that I thought that um after Sarah had those really weird hallucinations and like it cut to her and it, like her empty house, I thought that like she went and killed herself. Hmm. And not go out into the streets. Well, props to the director again for the cinematography and scenes exactly like that. Very mm. good. What's his name? Aronofsky? Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. I think that's how you say it. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. I believe that if there was anyone that didn't deserve this, it would definitely be Sarah. I think she was the star of this movie. Um, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I mean, they were, they tried to make it as well-balanced for everybody as possible, but... Well, they did make it well-balanced, but I think her story was really the most powerful. Well, not all well-balanced, because we didn't get really much of Tyrone. Uh, no, we didn't. We got, like, a couple scenes, but he was, again, he I... was more like harry's side man so i would have loved to kind of like of his story but yeah he was he was more like batman's robin really yeah i think out of all the characters i believe tyrone would probably have the best chance of bouncing back because now that he's in prison he like can't he's like off the addiction well at the end you can see him going through withdrawal yeah he he is in a rough place. I mean, he'll probably he'd probably get through it though. That is if he doesn't die yeah. in prison. But at least he has an arm. He at least he has both I, arms. I guess. Yeah. So I think after this, he's going to try to make his mother proud. Is his mother dead? I don't know. They never really yeah. talked about that. Like you can probably tell from it, but it still kind of like shows that like oh he is kind of like. Like, his mother is dead, and he still is having to deal with it. Hmm. My golly gee. No, no, I like Tyrone. He should be but more that, movies like that. But the um, thing that surprised me the most was when um, Tyrone was in the um, the limousine. Yeah. Talking to that, to that um, I don't know if he was deaf or mute. I could I didn't really know. Yeah, he was, uh, he was something like that, yeah. But, um, I mean, not to offend anybody, because I really don't know the difference. But, um, like, he laughed and said, oh, look, you've got a white driver. And then they just start shooting each other. And Jesus Christ. The dude got bipped in the head and then just blood all over Tyrone's face. And then he wa- he gets out and he's like, oh, what? Man, what the <laughs> I, I, I kind of laughed a little yeah. bit. During <laughs> like, his reaction, he was like, oh, what the What hell? the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> kind of laughed a bit during that. Oh, gosh. Uh Tristan, yes, you're like a mute. You're like that mute guy. Oh Talk. my god, I keep am. talking. Um, well, I was just, well, while you guys had that going, I was doing a bit of research into other films Jared Leto has been in, and he is in other mu- movies that we will be reviewing. Again, this it's... isn't the Jared Leto show. <laughs> this isn't, but it's turning into it. Uh, he's in Mr. Nobody, which which is also uh, uh one of our one of our future reviews yes not telling Wait, we're not telling you it's when gonna be a surpri- it's gonna be no no thought- we're not saying when um were we were we going to do american psycho as well uh that's not on our list as of yet but we it's can not- add oh. it we can add it later but i know that he's in it he's also in fight club we'll watch fight club eventually oh, there and he, 
And he actually he actually played a um, transvestite in one movie. I forgot yes, what. it was Dallas Buyers Club. Yes, that's the name yeah. of the movie. So Requiem for a Dream was based on a book, Requiem for a Dream, by Hubert Shelby Jr. Let me see how good it. I uh, haven't. I never read the book, so I don't know how like mean. close it is to the actual source material. Mm. I don't know either. Published in 1978 and published by Playboy Press. Playboy, Playboy Press? By the Playboy Press. Like Playboy Playboy or is it something else? I don't know. There's no link. Okay. You can probably just do a simple Google search and see. I'm going to it. do a simple Google search. Yeah, Tristan's our uh, search man. Okay. I don't know. But let's see. I think... Back to the some scenes. Like I said, the most disturbing scene was probably Marion's end. And the, the, I gotta commend the acting. Because that old white guy who was just watching them, he's like, ass to ass! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, you, could, you see like a flash of lube, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> this can't be happening. Like, <laughs> I was like... After, like when that happened, I got a little bit. I was a little bit uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable for a majority of this movie. And then you see Keith David's, like Keith David giving them, giving them a weird look. Like, yes. <laughs> Wait, was Keith David's the the pimp guy? Or... Yeah, that's Keith David. What? He was the pimp. Uh, what? what was the pimp's name? Yeah. Little John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my uh, little John. He was a good character. He was a good rapper. <laughs> hey, what's up? My name is a uh, Little John. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that was just a little bit weird. When no, no, his name was Big Tim, but he called his uh, Little J- Little John. <laughs> oh my God, Tristan, you found anything with your research? Uh I found a list of books uh, published by it by them but that's about it uh, i see so they're probably right. in business anymore i found one called playboy's book of forbidden words mm. uh yeah i was hoping that would shed some light but there's no picture of that book here can somebody tell me what like the doctors were working on sarah but like they were doing like this thing they're pressing stuff against her head what what was going on there Electro electroshock therapy. Mm. Electroshock therapy. It's when like they did basically they sh- did they shock her in that? Yeah. It oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Three times. You know, <laughs> what if uh, what if like the doctor's here to see you, Sarah, and then behind the mask, little John's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But. I- Yes. Just re- just reading this, electroshock therapy is a procedure done under general anesthesia in which small electric currents are passed through the brain, initially triggering triggering a brief seizure. Ah, uh, that's why it looked so uncomfortable. So she was getting seizures. You know, Tristan, I could see you in this movie. <laughs> 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 what if like the the car window goes down and like 
Tyrone's like, yo, you got a white driver. And Tr- and Tristan looks back and it's like, yeah, hi guys, how you doing? <laughs> what? No, hi, how are you? Hi, hi how, how are you? Are you? <laughs> oh my god. SpongeBob. SpongeBob cameo. Can we? In rec room for let's me. get back on on the topic. Okay, what do you got to say then, Tristan? What do I have to say? Oh, you've been um, pretty quiet this episode. Well, like with most of the movies on this list, I I watched them ahead of time. Yeah, we kind of watched them last night, so yeah, sorry everyone. Yeah, my um, my internet was acting up. And I'm just unprofessional based in day-to-day life, so yeah. I think we I think episode we all are. Three. Here's hoping. <laughs> Here's hoping. Now, uh, for this movie in particular, I wasn't as excited to see this. I'm much more excited to see next week's movie, which we'll reveal at the end of the episode. Um, when when I originally saw this movie, though, uh, I re- remember being so hyped because I heard so much about it. In two thousand. Um, for 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 many years. What? It came no, out I, in uh, two thousand. I I know. I didn't hear about it then. I heard about it since then. Hmm. Um. And so the hype was there, and I gotta say, it was fulfilled for me. I I, I wouldn't describe this movie as hype. <laughs> well, no, but I was hyped. No, it's nothing to be hyped about. <laughs> it is exactly to be hyped about. They are crazy. Like, this is real life we're talking about here. This happens to millions of people. Well, I mean, I, I doubt it's millions, but, you know, millions. it happens. Oh, okay. Millions, Tristan. But it 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 does display a a po- possible scenario for from people to go through. Let's say that. Hmm. Yeah. And that. um, it is very uh plausible for this to happen to a group of people, even. You know, probably uh probably the guy driving that car that just went past your house. He's probably he could be addicted to some stuff. Maybe he is, and maybe he'll wind up without an arm. Maybe he'll wind up without an arm. Well, geez, that's very um... optimistic. I know. I mean, I mean, like it's like this entire movie was just dark because even Harry was stealing his own mother's TV for drugs. Yeah, right at the start of the movie, I'm like, wait, what the fuck's happening? Are you just stealing from your mother? Like, but she's cool with it because she loves her son and would never turn him in for some reason. Jesus I mean, Christ, I guess... the stupid motorcycles. <laughs> or cars or whatever they are. I think that was a motorcycle. Probably. Man, yeah, Tristan, for the next podcast, I think he, we should figure out how to fix this problem, pal. <laughs> it is quite the issue. What was that? I don't know. Oh. I heard somebody talking. I think at the very end of the movie, where everyone's just crying and shit... Mm-hmm. They all went into the fetal position. Did you guys notice that? I also noticed that. Yes, I somewhat noticed it. You I weren't just... observant enough. You yeah, no, Brian know. forgot half the things that happened in this movie. I did not. I saw it seven months ago, and I remember <laughs> in this movie. Come on, Brian, get on our level. I basically, I base, I watched it basically this morning. I should, I know what happened. <laughs> so back i know this is so unorganized we're not going in any order we're just talking randomly but i don't care so no, we're just the doctors that sarah was seeing they gave her diet pills are those actual things they are um they diet pills I are think real they do, 
they do something to the metabolism, I believe. Um, and she was supposed to take a certain amount, but then she was like, oh, well, if I take more, it'll work faster. I mean, obviously not, but that's how she thought and got addicted. You think out of all her years of wisdom, she would have learned yeah. that? Yeah, really. I guess oh, not. it's just a diet pill. It's good for me. No. It's it, good for me. It, it's... Because what it actually is, it's um something that, that uh they use to hype themselves up. Like, mm. and get kind of crazy. But, um... And it just happens to also be a diet pill. Hmm. Let's talk about... Harry and Marion's relationship. What do you guys think of that? Very dysfunctional. Yeah. Relying only on the drugs. Well, that and... I don't know if she was, like, a full-time prostitute, or she was just... Well, like, t more towards the end. Like, she had to do what she could to get money and drugs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Tristan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope... Yep. What are you doing? Are you typing? Shut up. Well, you're very, typing very loud. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, who, who's that? Oh my uh, gosh, Tristan. That was nobody. It better not be. They're not in the podcast. This is so weird. Anyway, I think we're going to wrap this up in the next, like, ten minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10, 15 minutes because Tristan's being quite off. Tristan's being quite awful this time around, and I hope that I can edit all the sound he's making in post. Yes. You got it. Yes. Okay, I know. we get it. You got a girlfriend. Gosh, yeah, you're so cool, Tristan. Should have just told us. Anyway, is she anything like Marion? Why aren't okay. you talking? I think you... <laughs> um, okay, back to the movie. Yes, oh my god. I, I think I'm just gonna remove that whole part. <laughs> I, I hope so, but maybe... I don't know. Okay, anyway. So. Uh, we really didn't talk much about the beginning or most of the middle. Uh, more towards the beginning, let's, let's focus on that. Um, once, once... He starts uh, making money off of the uh, drug. He's like he's able to upgrade it in his life. Um, him and the girl don't they get an apartment? Like right then? I think they uh, did with the money they got. Yeah. So then, once they start doing well, then he starts spending and spending and spending. But then he starts spending way too much and can't keep up with the sales. And I mean, especially after the guy dies. Yeah, because then the um, yeah no more uh, uh product to sell. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really product to sell, but it was just that like, yeah, it was it would have really helped them out. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's talk about that scene where uh he tries to get the that stuff they don't they only sell like every few years was it? Yeah, I don't know oh, what, what they called it. Where they went to like that off-brand Walmart. Place. Yeah, 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 and then the... wall brand. They called it like wall brand. <laughs> and then you have something... to go into the back where the where the truck with the guy in it was. And then, 
and somebody pulls a gun and ruins everything for everyone. I don't understand. No, I don't even understand. Like, everyone was doing fine. They were getting their own little set. And then this one guy has to ruin it. Like, no, I want my money. Give me the drugs. And Well, I yeah. mean, of course, it's a, uh, it's a kind of situation with uh, only the fit will survive. So he was like, if I kill everyone and take all of the drugs, then I can make all of the money kind of thing. Yeah, possibly. But, you, but we saw how that turned out. Of course, yeah. Uh, did not end up well. Um, that, then you... that wasn't the Little John guy, the guy who had the really good stuff. Was little it? John. No. Yeah, yeah! Was... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was the, um... That was the other guy? Okay. I it was, was... It was the, um... It was the, um, mute guy. Or deaf guy. Okay. The deaf guy. Mean... Jeez. Let's talk about the side characters. Were there really any side characters in this movie? There was the um the TV the infomercial host. The infomercial host. Well. A character that struck me was like the police like the warden at the police show. Like he's like he's like really racist to Tyrone. He's like, Can you hear me? Can you see me? And he yeah. doesn't even care if they're well or not. Well, the um prison was in Florida because they because Tyrone and Harry drove to Florida to get the yeah. stuff. Yeah, we all know Orlando, about those. We all know about those Floridians. They were driving to <laughs> Orlando, weren't they? Yeah, something like that. Everyone hates know. the people from Florida. It's a shit state. Whoever lives there at this exact moment in time deserves nothing but the worst. My I'm, grandma lives there. I'm moving there. <laughs> exactly. My grandma gets... lives there too. I hope she doesn't get any diet pills. Jesus Christ. Stop. Why are you telling me? What? You're very loud. So are you, Tristan. I'm not nearly as loud. Oh my gosh. Why not just tell me that, you're, that I'm <laughs> being loud? Why get into the podcast, man? Why aren't you just telling me that I'm being loud when you're, ty when you're typing is louder than anything I'm doing? Oh my god. All I'm you hear is just... It's yeah. all you hear. Okay, I'm going to edit out this. No, you know what, Tristan? You're going to edit out this part. I'm not going to edit because I don't have a computer. What is wrong with you? Okay, Jesus Christ. I think we're going we're gonna to end this now. All right, final... Um, final... Um, oh, ratings. Final ratings. Tristan? Um, first, since I loved it the most. Um, I give it... A, I want to say nine, nine five. Nine point five. That's a pretty I, high thing. It's a very high thing. Um. Well, my main thing was I loved how real it was. I loved how it. Um. <laughs> English, Tristan. English. <laughs> um. Okay. I loved how real it was. I loved the sad ending the best. I loved how nobody got what they wanted. And it was a really nice change of pace from all of the happy endings that are always like, oh, and they all lived happily ever after. This was such a nice change of pace for me. Because there are no movies with, like, nobody wins at the end. Nice. And that's what I really love. Okay, Brian, what do you have to um, say? I'd give it a seven and a half, seven point five out of ten. 
Hmm. Just for just because most most or some scenes just were really weird and uncomfortable, and I'm not trying to feel that when I'm watching a movie. Yeah, I understand. I'd uh, give this movie. I'll give it an eight. I liked it. I hated it, but I liked it. The ending scene with uh, Harry and his mother is one of the saddest things I have ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, it does a good job at portraying emotion. The cinematography and score is on point, but this is not a movie I would want to watch again. But would you recommend it? I would recommend it for a first-time watch, if just for the experience. Now, I would recommend it as far as if you want something that changes it up a little, like I said with the sad endings. Um, yes, and- of course. And of course, if you want something that's really real. But um, next week, we'll be reviewing Saving Private Ryan. Oh or as I like to call it, Saving Ryan's Privates. Okay, okay. Let's see. Okay, I guess we're going to end it here, folks. Stay tuned next time, next week. We'll probably try to have this up on Saturday, okay? Thank you again for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Thank you.